Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another edition of the Mickey Blog Podcast. I'm your host, Jared, alongside Alyssa once again. She's been my co-host for the past few episodes. She is the co-owner of Mickey Travels and is our foremost vacation planning expert when it comes to Disney. And we're super excited for this episode because we also have her husband on, who's the other co-owner of Mickey Travels. Uh, and uh, super excited to have Greg Antonelli on this episode as well. So first of all, how are you both doing? As you can see, our viewers and listeners, we are decked out in our Hawaiian outfits. So I'm sure you guys can start making some guesses on what we're going to be talking about today. But Greg and Alyssa, how are you guys doing today? Mahalo. Doing, doing great. great. Glad to be here. <laughs> yeah, you guys are are dressed for the occasion. And, and frankly, um, this entire episode is probably going to make all three of us just severely miss Olani. So <laughs> uh, if you haven't been able to tell for our people watching on YouTube, this entire episode is going to be completely focused on Disney's Olani Resort and Spa. Super excited to talk about it, jump all into it. Um, it's also especially relevant to have Alyssa and Greg on because we're going to be talking about Mickey travels and planning a trip to Olani and how that uh, sort of plays a huge role in making it perfect for you. Speaking of Mickey travels, this episode and every episode of the Mickey Bot podcast is brought to you by Mickey travels. We'll talk to you more about them later on. But to open the show, Greg and Alyssa, I guess uh, what I wanted to ask you guys is obviously with with much of your guys's focus with the agency. Um, many people sort of assume when it comes to planning a Disney trip, they assume that means Walt Disney World, or they assume that means Disneyland. So, but Mickey Travels absolutely books Olani vacations. So can you talk a little bit about that? And also um, how, how have the sort of feedback that you guys get from clients that come in about planning an Olani vacation and also how much they enjoy it after the fact. So uh, like you said, Mickey travels books, every Disney destination. So that's the parks. That's the cruise line. That's the tours uh, for adventures by Disney. And that's certainly, um, Aulani. Um, so we can do it all. And from, you know, start to finish. Um, I, we have not heard a negative feedback from any Mickey Travels client who has visited Alani. It has all been, I didn't get to stay long enough. When am I gonna get to go back? Um, just perfection. And, you know, Greg and I had the uh, the privilege of visiting Alani for our very first visit in February. And, um, you know, I kind of went into it. I love Hawaii. So I was excited to visit Hawaii, but nothing prepared me for what we were going to experience for the, the week that we were there, for sure. Yeah, from, yeah. The, from the client's perspective, once people go, then they go back. So it's very, very rarely a one-and-done type of uh, vacation. I mean, it's just beautiful. Disneyland's beautiful. Walt Disney World's beautiful. Alani is beautiful. Yeah. No, I mean, I couldn't agree more. A huge... For our listeners and viewers on YouTube, a huge reason why we wanted to do this episode is the three of us have all been to Olani. Um, and I didn't want to do an Olani episode until I felt like everybody could truly speak on it. Um, because it's one of those sites that you truly have to see for yourself. Um, I can tell you that 
I went last year uh, for my honeymoon. Um, highly recommend for honeymoons, by the way. Uh, but I, it just blew me away. And, you know, Greg and Alyssa, as well as myself, we all had a very uh, big privilege of having um, ocean view and having a high up room, which we'll talk about later and how much of a difference that makes. But it, it's truly breathtaking and it, it's for me this is like almost overdue doing an entire episode on alani so i'm definitely excited so you guys visited um in january i visited towards the end of june uh beginning of july and one of the things that lots of people talk about when you really dive deep into the research for alani and i'm sure you guys know this as for the amount of alani trips that mickey travels has booked Many people say that there's not necessarily a bad time to visit Olani, which is a little bit different from, you know, I guess parks and, and you know, cruises with hurricanes and different different factors. Um, many people say spring and fall is the best time to go to Olani, but it's not like there's not necessarily a bad time. So when you guys look at people who book Olani vacations and everything like that, uh, I guess when you're, when your agents, um, work on booking those trips, do they have any big advice typically? And is there a time of year that people like to go the most? Obviously you got summer and winter break and things like that. I mean, we, we book Alani 12 months a year for sure. Um, I, I wouldn't say we see a, an influx at a certain amount of time or a certain time period, but I think it goes without saying that anybody who lives in a cold winter state in the Northeast or, you know, even just anywhere where it's really cold in the winter, there is nothing like going to the beautiful Island of Oahu where it's basically between 72 and 80, 12 months a year. So mm. again, that's not saying that we have an influx during the winter months, but I mean, if you're in, you know, Minnesota and it's, you know, five degrees in January, Oahu's looking pretty good and that's where Alani is. So I would tend to think people, and there's a lot of people who live in the cold winter states. So I think that's a nice uh, thing to look forward to when you kind of have those winter blues and it's really cold. Yeah, yeah. when we were there in January, um, you know, even at nighttime, we were outside, you know, eight, nine, 10 o'clock at night and it was beautiful, nice little breeze, uh, pretty much zero humidity. So the weather any time of year is amazing, but even in the winter months, like Alyssa said, it's just beautiful, beautiful weather. Yeah. I, I honestly, it's so funny because again, like every single, I mean, people go to Hawaii every day of the year, you know, and again, there's not necessarily a, a really bad time to visit. And of course, when it comes to like Florida, where we are, especially Orlando, we have our summer months where it, it is very hot. So you got to prepare for that. Where Hawaii in the summer times, like I went in the heat of the summer and it never really got over 85 degrees or anything like that. So it's extremely comfortable. But let's jump right into the specifics of Olani, the things that we really loved, all three of us, the things we highly recommend. But before we jump into, you know, the things that we really loved, I think we should talk a little bit about like what is actually there, because a lot of people who are listening to this episode or watching this episode may may have clicked on this because they're planning their first trip to Olani or 
even thinking about it. They haven't even booked yet. So consider this us basically trying to convince you to go in a way because I I don't think we're going to be saying too many negative things about Olani on this episode. But either way, jumping right into it, I want to talk about some of the things that there are to do. Um, and I do have a full list here that I want to go over beyond the just like state of the art pool, which we'll talk about in a little bit. There is the uh, Kawaaha Luau, which believe it or not, I probably didn't pronounce right, but I did my best there. <laughs> um, we got the uh, Lani Wai, a Disney spa. I was able to experience that. It's one of the coolest, most amazing spas in the world. Uh, the Fireside Mo'olei'o. The um, the uh, ukulele lessons, the adventure trail, beach yoga, rainbow reef snorkeling, auntie's breakfast celebration at Makahiki, which is a character meet and greet um, breakfast, and also your basic character meet and greets. Beyond that, of course, there are stores, other dining options, uh, coffee shop, which I think um, I can speak for um, for all three of us and the fact that we probably all utilize that especially those first few days when you're getting used to the time change. Um, but, but yeah, out of all of the things that I mentioned, um, what stuck, what sticks out to you guys when it came to like actual things to do, because I can tell you this just from my experience, I felt like every time I left Olani to go do an excursion, I was like, wow, I want to go back. Honestly, even if the excursion was super cool and we're going to talk about some of those later, I seriously, I, I kept looking at my, you know, brand brand new wife and I kept looking at her and I said, hey, uh, uh, when do we get to go back and sit in the lazy river again kind of thing? So that's how amazing the resort is. So, so Greg, Alyssa, like what are the, I guess, what are the things to do that sticks out to you guys that you remember and, and think back fondly the most? So for me, one of the biggest things was just the casual nature of Alani just the Hawaiian music playing as you're, you know, walking through the resort, the beach. I mean, I remember we got to the beach the first time, first day, and we're sitting down. And I literally was sitting down for about 30 seconds. And there's nobody really around you. But all of a sudden, a woman walks over and says, can I get you a drink? And I was like, really? you know, so it was a cast member there. And she's like, you know, what would you like? And sure enough, you know, you don't have to ask me twice. So it's just it's just the relaxing nature. It's different than a Walt Disney World vacation, a Disneyland vacation. It's different from a Disney cruise. Um, mm -hmm. This, to me, was truly a vacation where you can just sit back and relax, um, which the other destinations are amazing. And we love them all. But there's a little more hustle and bustle with those. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. I would say for, for me... Um, and for anybody considering an Alani vacation, what I love the most, and I would say this as a travel agent to somebody considering it, you can do as much or as little as you want at the resort. Um, so what I mean by that is there's a lot to do, a lot of activities, a uh, lot of things for the kids. Oh my goodness. I mean, your kids will be well entertained and have a lot of fun, but you can do nothing. Sit on the beach all day. You can sit at the pool. <laughs> all day. You can go in the lazy river all day, right? That's like, you're nothing, but you can also go and take ukulele lessons. You can go and make homemade flower lays. Uh, you could go meet characters that come out randomly. Um, I thought it was really cool that we met Olu Mel 
who, where do you see mm -hmm. him? You don't see him anywhere. You know, so that was really fun. Um, yeah. So I just feel like you can, you can design when you're, and, and again, not to talk about off property, talking about the Alani resort, you can design your days around what you want to do. And one thing not to kind of go off too much on a tangent, but the one thing that Greg and I learned, cause we, this was our first experience. So we learned it as we went along. Um, you know, what I do love is the pool areas and the beach areas are exclusive to Alani resort guests. Mm. Um, so next door you have the four seasons and then next door on the other side, you have the Marriott. So you might think, oh, well, you know, they don't compare. I know it sounds crazy, but they don't. Um, but yeah. you wear a wristband that you can get the night before for the next day. And they're all color coded. And it's just for the Alani resort guests. So I kind of love that as well. I feel like you're really part of a community there. Um, and I just have to say, lastly, and I promise I'll let you get to your next question. The hospitality and the warm culture of the Hawaiian Disney cast members, which I believe most or all are from Hawaii. Um, you know, I think Disney cast members, cruises, parks, incredible, right? There's just something when you mix Hawaiian culture and hospitality with Disney that just lends itself to a completely different level of warmth and um, embracing the guests that are there. I don't know if you guys felt that, but I did. Yeah, and the Hawaiian culture sort of trumps the Disney um, it comes first. Presence. The Hawaiian culture comes first there, which is very, very cool. Yeah, I, I have to agree with you guys. In fact, we have a whole section towards the end of the episode uh, that I just want to talk strictly about, like the customer service and, and the experience you get at Olani. Because just to tell a quick story on my end, um, you know, it's funny. You Sometimes you spend all this money and you plan out all these big things for your trip when you're going on a big vacation, especially to something like Alani. Um, but I remember one of my most fond memories was like our first day getting there. Of course, it's a 24 hour adventure because it's a long ways to get there and you got the time change and everything. Um, we, we just got like a flatbread from like the pool restaurant and went up to the balcony and sat on the balcony and like watched the sunset. And I remember hearing like the live ukulele player by the pool and you can see all the kids and I'm, I'm seeing so many different cast members just going up to everybody like, Hey, what do you need? What do you need? And there's entertainment. And it's just, it felt for a minute. I was like, this is like seriously incredible how much goes into just everybody trying to make everybody as happy as possible. It's really incredible. Um, so it's, it's really no joke, but in regards to like, I feel like we have to spend at least a little bit talking about specifically the pool area because a lot of people, when they're planning a Walt Disney World vacation, um, they think about, okay, what's the resort pool like? And for, for many guests, as you guys know, from the thousands of trips that Mickey Travels has booked over the years, um, you know, people, people can prioritize that and really weigh that heavily when booking a trip. So I guess the factor, I guess, with the pool that sticks out to me that I'm sure you guys are probably going to agree with is like, it, it really doesn't compare. And you, and you might be able to say like, okay, well, they don't have a theme park. So obviously their pool is going to be amazing. And I, I get that. But Alyssa is absolutely right about the fact that like, 
there is, you know, a Marriott to the left and, you know, there are these resorts four seasons. There's amazing resorts nearby, but those pools do not compare to this. So it's one of the most incredible pools I've ever witnessed. And, uh, I guess, what are your guys' thoughts on that? And what was your guys' experience with with just how much there is to do? Because you can really spend a full day down there and lose track of time quickly, to be honest. Well, um, I mean, I, well, I was going to say, I think, um, as I said before, there's areas, and, and Disney's really good at this. They do it on their cruise ships as well. Um, they, they separate where kids, families, adults... Um, can be, and I love that. So there's, you know, certain um, hot tubs that are for adults only. And then there's a pool, a, a family pool, and then there's a kid pool, um, which I think is very respectful of what people are looking for on their vacation. So, you know, if you're going on, let's, for example, on your honeymoon, you guys went on your honeymoon, you might not want to be, you know, you might want to have a little bit more quiet and relaxation rather than a bunch of kids running around screaming, you know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, so I love how they have that separation. Um, you guys know this, but to tell the listeners, um, the beach is like literally feet away from the pool, just down, down, down a few steps. And you're right there on the beach. And I will say that beach with that lagoon is one of the most beautiful beaches that I personally have ever been on. It doesn't compare. I mean, it, it is right there with any of the most beautiful Caribbean beaches there are. Um, and the beautiful part is, is the beach area is where the sun goes down. So, you know, you can be by the pool, you can be by the beach, you can be on the, on the end of the, where the island sort of, you know, kind of is where, and just watch this gorgeous sunset, which people do every single night. Um, so I know I just got away from the pools, but, um, you know, you have your lazy river, there's a koi, there's a little pond with all big Japanese koi, which people love to go up to. Um, there's so much to do. Um, even within the pool area, there's an area for shaved ice where you can get the Mickey shaped shaved ice. There's a little store there where you can get bathing suits and sunscreen. It's just endless. There's certainly bars. Um, I agree. I mean, there's so much to do and you can make it as relaxing or as entertaining as you want it to be. Yeah, we could have, if we wanted to, we could have stayed by the pool all day long. I mean, it's just, it's where we were. It was very, very quiet. Um, I mean, again, beautiful weather. You're looking at like 82 degrees and sunny uh, with a little bit of a breeze. You have the Hawaiian music, like I said before, playing in the background. And the pool is just, it's just a gorgeous area. And as Alyssa mentioned, you go down about, you know, maybe 25, 30 feet down a little, you know, seven or eight steps. And the next thing you know, you're on the beach. Um, and we did go down there a couple nights, I think. And you know, took a bunch of pictures by the sunset. And I remember we sent them into our, to our three boys. And one of our sons is like, Oh, how long did it take you to, you know, put, put, put filters on that picture. And I was like, no, nah, there are no filters on that picture. I mean, you know, we've seen some beautiful sunsets here in Florida and, you know, in the Caribbean and other places, the sunset there, it's, it's, it's basically out of, uh, out of a movie. Pictures that people take, including us do. And, Jared, do not give Alani justice. It doesn't yeah. doesn't do Alani justice. It's the pictures. Just you look at them, you say this doesn't even capture what I just saw and experienced. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, I completely agree. I think you know the first night we got there, 
uh, we walked down to the beach to watch the sunset. It ended up being the best sunset of the whole trip. So I'm really glad we were exhausted, but I was like, oh, you know, it's getting towards sunset. Let's go grab a drink and walk down there, whatever. You're you're on that high of just getting married and being excited. So that's what we did. And, and I still have videos from that night um, that I'll never delete because like it was like of my wife, like throwing a rock in the ocean and the whole sky is just like a painting. It's like unbelievable. Like you've never seen anything like it. And another thing that I'll mention too about that beach, now that you guys mentioned it, is just, I mean, walking there, especially those first few days for us, as you guys I'm sure felt too, with the time change being that it was five hours earlier, um, you know, I was waking up two, three in the morning those first few days when you visit there. And so I was breaking open the coffee, coffee stand at 6 a.m., and uh, one of my like biggest pieces of advice, like which, you know, sort of hidden gem piece of advice I can give anybody who visits Olani is like grab a coffee from the coffee stand down at the pool bar at 6 a.m. and just walk down to the beach because it's really, really gorgeous first thing in the morning. And you can walk around down this path right past the Four Seasons and you can walk down that path almost down by the rocks and keep walking you're very close to a spot called paradise cove which i believe you guys quickly visited yourselves and um we were walking there first thing in the morning 605 i think 615 we saw a huge sea turtle just swim right by us in the water and and our feet were like we were ankle deep in the water and this huge sea turtle swam mm -hmm. right by us and i remember thinking to myself like where am i right now this is incredible <laughs> like i'm not at an aquarium i'm not this isn't a paid experience. Like I'm just walking on the beach and it's, it's really like, you know, it, it's a magical thing that you get to experience something like that. And Disney could not have picked a more, I think you guys can agree with me here on the fact that I don't think Disney could have picked a better location yeah. to put this resort. Well, well we, we, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, what I was going to say was we went also one morning, like five forty-five, six in the morning, because same thing, time difference. We were up really mm -hmm. early. And you basically have a private beach to maybe not yourselves, but when we were there, there were maybe four or five other people taking photos. They had a photographer there and they were doing photo shoot uh, for maybe Christmas photos or whatever it might be. But there was nobody on the beach other than us. It was incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It really does take your breath away. And another thing specifically about the pool, um, because again, I wanted to spend a, a little bit of the episode talking specifically about the pool, because be, to be honest, we talked about things to do. Um, and I'm going to ask you guys about the luau because you got the chance to do the luau. I, I never got to do the luau there at Olani. So I'm going to ask you about that next. But with, with the pool area, again, with without the theme parks and without, you know, things like that, you're traveling across the globe and that's going to be where you're going to spend most of your time. But as Greg was alluding to earlier, a huge reason why you want to go to a place like this is about relaxing and, you know, just unwinding and you don't need to do fill up your whole schedule uh, from start to finish. Like you might do with at magic kingdom with extra magic hours. It's a different kind of Disney magic in that way where the cast members are almost bringing that extra magic and the, and the music and everything like that. But it, it really is incredible. So to, to wrap up a few things with the pool specifically that I was really blown away by, I don't know if you guys sat in the infinity hot tub, but a lot of people talk about that 
And it's like, seriously, if you go online and you search visiting Olani, it's like one of the highlights on every Olani article online is the Infinity Hot Tub because it's an adult-only hot tub, which is pretty cool. And it overlooks that beach. So Greg and Alyssa were talking about how you take six or seven steps down a beach. Well, literally, if you walk up those stairs, that's where the Infinity Hot Tub is. And it's it just hits this just edge of water and you can just overlook the ocean. And it's incredibly breathtaking. So that's a huge highlight. And beyond that, of course, the lazy river that just endlessly goes around in a circle. I probably did 500 laps in that thing. Um, but yeah, I'm sure you guys got to experience both of those as well. Well, the funny thing about the lazy river is when we were up in our room, the day we got there, we got to our room and we were looking down and we were pretty high up, which was awesome. But you could see the lazy river. And I remember looking at one guy going around. He's probably around my age and he's going around in one of the rafts. And this guy was like a five-year-old. And then when we went down, maybe 45 minutes later, we saw him coming around again all by himself. You know, so maybe his family or his wife or his girlfriend or his kids were sitting by the pool. But he was all by himself going around like a five-year-old. And I was like, <laughs> man, this guy, he is living his best life. He doesn't care what anybody thinks about him. He's just having fun. And that's the beauty of Alani, like Walt Disney World and Disneyland. You're there like a kid. Yeah. You're, you're you're a kid. And this guy was in a in a raft going. And I must have seen him go around three or four times. And every time he came around... Whatever I was doing, if I was waiting for a drink or this or that, I just had the biggest smile on my face when I saw this guy again because he was so happy. You know, one of the things I think is really unique about Aulani versus, um, you know, the parks or even Disney Cruise, and it's not to say it's better because obviously they're all very different vacations. Um, certainly the parks, you're you're running, right? And it's all fun, but you're running to attraction. You're running to a restaurant reservation. You're running to a, a show. You're lining up for a good view. It's all fun, right? I mean, totally fun. Even on the cruises, you know, yes, it is relaxing on like a sea day, but you're still, oh, I want to get over to bingo. We have a lunch, you know, lunch, lunch is being served at a certain time. Oh, there's a show. The thing about Aulani is you might have a dinner reservation or even a breakfast reservation, but everything's on Hawaiian time and it's, you just kind of do what you want to do. And while I say that again, not to say, Oh, don't go to the parks. Don't go. Oh no, no, no. It's just a very different, a different vacation um, where it literally is, you know, Hawaiian time. Like I felt, you know, and, and it's really funny and I'm sure Greg would agree with me. You know, I'm not, I'm not somebody who can, wind down and relax easily. I need to sort of like kind of have to do, you know, have it forced on me. But in in Alani, you just it it just becomes part of you. You just relax and you just become one with the resort, the people. Um you really just can't be, you know, it's funny sometimes you go to the parks and somebody might be annoyed or right cuz it's just life, right? Like or someone might be, you know, not having a great day. I don't think people have bad days at Alani. Yeah. I, I don't think that exists there because um, you can't, you know what I'm saying? Um, so it's just a very different type of vacation. If somebody is, you know, wanting something different from the parks, something different than sailing on one of the Disney ships, this is the vacation for you. Yeah. One yeah. last note about the pools too. So when you're in Hawaii and you're doing any type of excursions, you're going to Pearl Harbor, you're, 
going to do a lot of the different uh, sightseeing things that you can do. One of the things that we learned is that traffic gets pretty bad around three o'clock. So if you want to beat the traffic, you want to, you know, you want to get stuck in the traffic, you want to head out back to the resort pretty early. So that's what we did. You know, we, we went out to Pearl Harbor. We hiked up, uh, where do we hike up? Diamond Head. Diamond Head. We hiked up Diamond Head. That was a lot of fun. Um, but then you drive back, we rented a Jeep. It was awesome. You drive back and the next thing you know, it's three o'clock, three 30, have dinner later on. You go sit by the pool for, you know, an hour, two hours and just relax. (laughs) Yeah. So that's, that's the beauty of the pool. Yeah, I completely agree. I can tell you that, uh, (laughs) my wife nicknamed it tuber, like Uber, but she liked (laughs) to get a double tube. And just like sit on the front part of the tube and I just be on the back, like walking around, like directing her. Yeah. So she could have just been asleep and it was just like, <laughs> Hey, drive, drive me around the, the lazy river a hundred times where it was a double. You don't you expect <laughs> two people in it, but it was one person lounging and the, usually the husband kind of just navigating through the lazy river. So you did, you did good. That was what you're supposed to do. Yeah. That was my, my first real test, uh, as, a know, husband. as, as a husband, husband duties, but yes. no, it, it really is incredible. We could, we could spend a whole episode talking about the pool, to be honest, but for all of our listeners and, and viewers, it, if you get a chance to go to Alani, like you're going to understand exactly why we spent as much time as we have so far in the episode talking about the pool, because it is going to blow you away. And and again, we're going to talk a little bit about things to do nearby at Olani and around Olani uh, in the second half of the episode. But, you know, frankly, I, I got to do some really amazing things um, outside of Olani on excursions and things like that. And even during the coolest of excursions, I remember looking over at my wife and being like, I don't know what, I just want to go back to the lazy river. Like, you know, because sometimes I think we forget that what a vacation is supposed to be oftentimes is you supposed to like relax, just sit, don't think about work. Don't, don't do anything. Just sit down and don't move. And um, Jared talking about that, I I think you would probably agree with this. Um, You know, I I know one of the things that the three of us know is that Aulani is in Kaolina, um, Mm -hmm. which is sort of on the end of Oahu. Um, And it's really interesting because when you drive there, you kind of go around a curve and it's just sort of like you kind of fall into Kaolina. And Kaolina is rather small, right? You've got a, you know, a whole resort area, like a Kaolina golf resort area. You've got the Four Seasons, the Marriott. You've got Aulani. There's something through the days where we went out and did excursions, kind of coming around that corner. And it felt like you were back home yeah. when you got back to Kaolina. Does that, I don't know if that makes sense. It's just something about, and we loved our excursions and happy to share what we did. Um, and I would do them again. I would love to explore. I think Oahu is a beautiful island, but there's just something about where it is. Colina is just like this little nook and yeah. it's just really comfortable. It's very, it feels like home. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't agree with you more. I know exactly that bend that you're talking about because yeah. we rented a car too. And I remember like there was a few times and I swear I I'm the same way as you, Alyssa, like every excursion, every experience I got to do, I don't regret it. I loved them all. I got to do several and I'll talk about them in the second half of the episode. But frankly, there was some times where I was in this incredible excursion, for example, out on the ocean on a catamaran looking at dolphins. And I was like, oh man, I can't wait to go sit in the 
the infinity hot tub, like, you know, because it's just, it's one of those resorts where, you know, you, there's certain hotels you just stay in just to have a place to rest your head at night. There's other places, resorts, uh, where you just want to spend your entire time there. So it's hard to explain to people until you it actually feels go. good when you're back there. You feel like you're back home. Yeah, you can like take a deep breath and you're like, okay, I'm not leaving yeah. again. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we're going to jump into the second half of our episode here in a second. But before we do, I want to mention that this episode and every episode of the Mickey Bot Podcast is brought to you by Mickey Travels. And Mickey Travels is nationally recognized leader in Disney vacation planning. They are diamond earmarked by Disney and their services are always 100% free. Reach out to Mickey Travels today for a free quote on your Disney vacation at mickeytravels.com. That's mickeytravels.com, making magic one vacation at a time. And the reason, you know, I said earlier that Mickey Travels is especially relevant to an episode like this is, of course, we have, you know, the owners of the agency on, on the podcast. So there's that. But also the fact that Mickey Travels does book Olani. And um, and I know for a fact because I work with work with many of the Mickey Travels agents and some of the Mickey Travels agents aren't just, oh, I know a thing or two about Olani. Uh, I had a Mickey Travels uh, agent. Um, her name's Nikki. She's amazing. And she helps me with my own, uh, um, you know, Olani vacation, giving me a full guide and everything. So if you're thinking about booking an Olani trip and you're sort of unsure on where to start, um, you know, booking through a Mickey Travels agent is going to just significantly make your life easier um, and and just everything from the planning to the booking. Because, of course, you guys can speak on this a little bit better than I can. But, um, you know, when it comes to booking, for example, an Olani trip, there are certain dates that you want to pay attention to. Correct, Alyssa, when it comes to dining, when it comes to having your kids getting watched by babysitters and and of course, they have Auntie's Beach House there, the excursions, all that sort of stuff. So do you want to talk about that briefly and how Mickey Travels can sort of help with that sort of stuff? Yes. And I would say that this is the same for all Disney destinations when it comes to Mickey Travels agents. They're on top of all of the important dates, all the important information that's needed. Um, they listen to every client. Like, what are you, what do you want from this vacation? Um, you know, we noticed, um, and again, this was our first time going, so we really were kind of going in a little blind. We also did reach out to a couple of our Mickey travels agents who have a lot of experience going to Alani. So got some tips and tricks and, and by the way, they all panned out really, really well. Um, but you know, just knowing, um, you know, the same thing, like I said, with Walt Disney World or the cruise line or Adventures by Disney, there are dates you don't want to miss. There's, you know, we know, we learned that some of the excursions, I was under the impression we we're just going to go and show up and it doesn't work that way. Um, you know, you have to make some advanced reservations, whether it be for Pearl Harbor or Diamond Head. Um, those are things that, you know, our agents can help when the dining window opens for either Makahiki or Ama Ama. You know, those are important things. Or like you said, you know, reservations at Auntie's Beach House. Um, those, you know, the Luau. The Luau books up very, very quickly. Um, even, by the way, a car rental. Um, you know, those book up quickly. And even if the car rentals don't book up quickly, the type of car you want books up quickly. Whether you want a Jeep or you want, you know, an SUV. 
um, you know, when you have eight people, you know, you don't want to have to do three small compact cars, you know, because you can't, you know, reserve. Some. So that's what Mickey Travels is there for. In addition to all the guidance of things to do, how to maximize your time at Alani. You mentioned something, Jared, in the beginning. Um, really, no matter where you live, it's a hike. Even if you live in Los Angeles, you know, forget about the East Coast. It, it's a commitment to get to Elani. Um, so you want to make the most of the time that you're there. This isn't one of these, you know, oh, well, we'll be back in a couple months. I do agree. I don't think this is a one and done. But I do think that when people go, they want to make the most of their time there and maximize um, the all that they can experience, you know, and Mickey Travels agents can help with that. Yeah, Greg, do you want to speak about that as well? Yeah, I mean, we have a lot of agents that have been to Alani. We have a lot of agents who have been to Alani multiple times. We have agents who you mentioned before, Jared, who used to live in Hawaii. Um, and so they visit the resort uh, not only for vacation, but, uh, you know, would, would go for like a night uh, here and there every once in a while. So, um, you know, our agents are extremely well versed on everything there is to know about Alani and everything there is to know about planning the vacation. It's one thing once you're there, but it's a whole other thing to have everything planned out. Like, you know, thankfully I don't plan trips, so I didn't really do a whole lot other than show up. Um, but, you know, I have the good fortune of being married to this beautiful woman right here. Uh, and she, you know, <laughs> does an amazing job planning vacations all over um, but for Alani, she did an amazing job getting the Jeep. I mean, we were standing in line. Uh, there was one person in front of us. We're getting the rental car. We had a Jeep and the person behind us as as we were leaving, he's like, do you have any Jeeps left? And they're like, oh, no, no, those are, you have to reserve that. So he didn't know. Um, and my guess mm -hmm. is he probably didn't use a travel agency booked on his own. Um, and so, you know, and again, one of the nice things about our agents is they don't only do the required training. Everybody's required to do a certain amount of training, but they go above and beyond to do extra training as well um, for all of the destinations. But especially since Alani, as Alyssa mentioned, it's not just right around the corner. So they're not going as often as they'll go to Walt Disney World or go on a Disney cruise or go to Disneyland. So it's important to keep up on the training. And they do an amazing, an amazing job at it. Yeah, absolutely. I can totally attest to that. And I'm sure many people who are listening or watching, you know, it's easy to think that we're just selling you on some stuff that we might not know about. But as somebody who literally used it, uh, where at least specifically for my Alani trip, it, it definitely uh, played a huge role. So jumping into more of the second half of the episode, I wanted to talk a little bit about dining and things like that at Olani. And on top of that, I also wanted to talk about some of the things to do nearby. And, uh, and we'll wrap up our episode with our, our final, basically, list of our favorite things about Olani in general and our last few comments. But you know, when it comes to dining, obviously there are several different options at Olani. But one of the things that I loved about uh, Olani that we already talked about was sort of, it's quiet over there in Ko'olina, um, but there are some spots in proximity that are truly worth your while as well. Um, there's a little, there's a, it's, I believe it's called the Ko'olina, like shopping village and everything. It's right across the street from Olani and there's some really excellent spots over there that completely walking distance. So that's extremely, you know, handy to have nearby. 
obviously you have the Four Seasons right near next door. Um, I had one of the best meals of my life at the Four Seasons on the final night of our trip. Uh, so having these things within proximity is amazing, but let's say you wanted to eat at Olani specifically, um, there are multiple options for you. For example, you got Mama Snack Shop, shop uh, the Papalua Shaved Ice, which as Alyssa mentioned earlier, is very popular and people love that. Um, you have the uh, beachside kiosk, um, which by the way, you can get Dole Whip because of course you're in Hawaii, you gotta get yourself a Dole Whip. Um, you have the uh, Wailena Pool Bar. Ama Ama is your like full service, very fine dining restaurant. And we'll talk about that a little bit here briefly too. Um, Makahiki is their full service restaurant that has a character breakfast in the mornings. People absolutely adore that spot. Um, the Olelo Cafe um, uh, is also a popular spot as well. So did you guys have a chance to enjoy the dining options at Olani and what sort of stuck out to you guys? Um, so we actually, um, so the one thing that I have to say, you know, you mentioned about the fine dining at Ama Ama. Um, the other thing that's really unique about Ama Ama is, yes, it is high end, very fine dining. Um, it is the one restaurant that if you catch it right, it's an open air uh, where you can actually see the sunset. So it actually does overlook the beach. And I think that's a real special thing. And a Mickey Travels agent will find out exactly when sunset is for you and be mm -hmm. able to book it around that time. Because that's really the key to it, if that makes sense. Um, we actually did enjoy a Makahiki character breakfast. Um, what I loved about that, first of all, the food was wonderful. I mean, delicious. Um, and um, I will say that what was really unique about it is you first go before you even get seated you go outside to the pool area to have your picture with mickey mouse so i thought that was kind of neat like you know you didn't have a ton of people around you know sometimes and i'm not trying to knock this at all but you go to chef mickey's and mickey comes around and you hear all the kids and there's people behind you and that's fine i'm not knocking it this is really unique because you're in a beautiful setting with it's very secluded and then you go inside and you have your own area with minnie mouse and we had pictures there. And then when we finally got seated, Chip and Dale came around. And I think Mickey and Minnie are staples. And what, from what I heard, and Chip and Dale can sort of um, be, um, what am I trying to say? Um, interchanged. Interchangeable. With, right. With maybe Goofy, Donald, things like that. So um, that was really fun. Again, the breakfast was absolutely fantastic. Um, so we did have that. Um, Ulu Cafe is actually where Greg and I went. Believe it or not, it was... We had some travel issues, not even going to go into our flight got canceled the day before. So that has nothing to do with Alani. But by the time we actually got there, we were excited, but also a little tired. Um, so we decided to go to Ulu Cafe, which is right on uh, by the pool area. What That's where you get your Dole Whips. That's where you get your fillable drink mugs. You're kind of grabbing goes. Um, and I wound up having a really good pizza there. Yeah, quick um, service. Yeah, it's yeah. a quick service, um, but it's a, it's just open and it was just, I had a Dole Whip because you got to have a Dole Whip. Um, so we did actually partake in a, a lot of the different, um, you know, dining experiences. Um, you know, and there's also um, a, a restaurant bar and it's, I'm forgetting what the name of it is. I don't know why that's up kind of close to Ama Ama. We actually wound up having drinks one, the first night there later after we got our second win, uh, we wound up having dinner there the last night. 
Um, and that was kind of cool as well. So, um, yeah. So a lot of great dining experiences just within the walls of, if you, or the, the parameters of Alani. Yeah. And also on top of that, you guys got to experience the luau. So I wanted to ask you guys specifically about the luau, because of course, when you're visiting, you know, Hawaii, that's like a typical must do for most families and friends and people of all ages, you want to experience a luau. Um, and a lot of people don't know that Olani has their own luau there. And it's, it's very, very well high regarded by a lot of people. So what was your guys experience like? Um, and, uh, you know, how much could you recommend the, the specific luau at Olani? Yeah, the one thing that I would mention real quickly too about the luau, which was which was amazing, I would definitely do it again. Was um, you know I said I didn't I didn't plan any any of this. I showed up and and had fun. But for the luau, we um, we went in and there's two lines to go in. One is I think standard seating and one is priority seating. And we ended up getting into the priority seating line, which Alyssa directed you know us to. And then when we got in, we realized like they bring you to your table and we were literally in the front row, the, the the first table by where the show goes on and everything. And then I turn around and I look back and there's, you know, maybe a hundred tables behind us. And I was like, how'd we get up here? Is that, we, we get lucky. We showed up early, you know? Um, and it was no, because Alyssa was, you know, smart enough to do the priority seating and she booked it really early. And so there you go. We're right in front. So, you know, we didn't have, you know, six foot seven tall uh, people sitting in front of us or whatever the case may be. Um, so it was awesome. So that was one note that, again, just using a travel agent, a Mickey Travels agent is beneficial for. I will yeah. also say it's it's worth the money there. It is a different differentiation of cost. Um I would say absolutely it's worth uh, the money we had as Greg. So we had great viewing area. We also got, not that this is a big deal, but we got to be, we got to eat first. Um, yeah. And I know that that sounds funny. Like everyone gets to eat, but we got sort of like the fresh sort of stuff. I know Greg's a real big fan of the, the pork. Everybody loves like the, the pork that they have, uh, you know, at the luau's and, you know, he was like the first one to be able to get into the, the, you know, the platter, if you will, which was, um, you know, kind of nice. So you have, a, you know, a few perks, if you will. Um, the and, pulled pork you know, was so good. Yeah. Was, I mean, the, the food is, you know, it's, it's, there's a lot of food there and there's a lot of different types of food, but the pulled pork, if you like pulled pork, that was far and away the best food there as far as, you know, I was concerned, but, you know, open bar as well. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was just, it was really, you know, very, very special. It's, um, you know, it's on the backside of the, the one building, um, I think it's the Eva building. Um, so it is a wet, what's nice is, is the nights that do, that they do the luau, it doesn't interfere noise wise or light wise with anything going on with anybody who's not part of it. You know, sometimes you have like interference, like, oh, I hear the luau, but I'm not part of it. You know, they really do separate it very nicely. Um, so um, I do recommend it. Um, I'm going to be honest. I have heard that the luau over at Paradise Cove is actually very nice as well. So on a very personal mm -hmm. note, um, we are planning on going back in April. And I probably would try the other luau just to experience it. Um, I had 
we actually, and Greg was with me, we had our, did our first luau in Maui about um, 16 years, 17 years ago. Um, and it was spectacular. Um, so that is something, um, yeah, I just like to experience what another luau is. Um, I will say it was very, the show was great. Um, but like I said, the big takeaway is if it's doable, pay the extra money for the preferred seating. And they have That's a lot great, of things man. going on besides the food and besides the performance early on when you first get there, you can get Hawaiian temporary tattoo, or you can make your own lay you know, with flowers or I don't know what they call it, a, a wrist, uh, wristlet type of a deal. And um, just a bunch of other things that you can and do. Ukulele. So, ukulele, ukulele, which of course I was playing and singing and, you know, <laughs> trying to do my best Don Ho imitation. Because you know Jared's visualizing that right yeah, now. Yeah, I mean, I, you oh. know, <laughs> like the same guy that I saw going around the lazy river in the raft, he saw me playing the ukulele. So <laughs> we were having a good time back and forth. Oh, man. Yeah, no, I, I honestly, um, you know, I've heard nothing but great things about the Luau. And there's a lot of great Luau's. As Alyssa mentioned, Paradise Cove has a great Luau as well that people speak about. And I wanted to mention, um, as I mentioned earlier, there is a little shopping district village um, right across the street. And over there, there's lots of different options for for eating and drinking. And, and we went, we walked over there a few times. Um, there's a spot called Monkey Pod that I wanted to give a little shout out on the podcast that I really enjoyed. Um, had some amazing fish tacos over there. The bartenders are super kind. So it's like, okay, I'm worried about like venturing off property. You really don't have to worry about that there because Hawaiians in general are naturally very nice human beings. But everybody I met was so kind. And I told... I heavily hyped this place up to Alyssa, but uh, before she, her and Greg went, but there's a spot also over there called Eggs and Things, and it's a breakfast place. And um, I, I remember I went there like the second or third day because I opened it up. I was just awake. It was 6 a.m. And I was like, I, I guess it's time for breakfast. I'm awake. So I had the best breakfast burrito of my life. And, and I was like hyping it up for just months and months to Alyssa. And then I'll never forget when you guys were there, I got a text from Alyssa with a photo of the breakfast burrito. And she was like, it was so good. And I was like, oh, thank God. I really hyped that up. I hope I didn't want her to like get there and eat this breakfast burrito and be like, wow, Jared was just really in a good mood or something. I <laughs> have to say eggs and things. And the cool thing about it is, as you said, it is literally across the street. Yeah. So this is not a far walk. I, I always feel like it's part of a lot. I always feel as that that shopping center is almost part of Alani. I, I know it sounds know. really funny, but. Um, it's just so close, but we had uh, two breakfasts at Eggs and Things. I almost went there the day before we <laughs> left because I needed- We're going to miss our flight if we go. I needed another <laughs> burrito. And I will tell you, I've never had pog juice like I've had at Eggs and Things. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're in the back squeezing it, doing the whole thing. Um, the other thing I thought was really cool, just real quick, and I know we don't want to put a ton of time on this, but in that same shopping district, there's something called ABC Market. And, mm. oh, man, that's – and from what we learned, because we did explore beyond Aulani, um, ABC Market's like Target here. Yeah. It, they're kind of everywhere. I think we saw m multiple ones. But it was – it has everything. Everything from food to souvenirs. Uh, Greg got a six-pack of pineapple beer, um, T-shirts, and um, – Ukuleles. Ukuleles. <laughs> I mean, you know, just um, – it's just a fun place. I mean, you could spend an hour in there just 
having fun getting things. And it's just a really fun area. And it's just, like I said, it's kind of a nice extension to Elani. Um, what's really nice also is just to maybe save a little bit of money. I mean, nothing's cheap in Hawaii. Um, but if you wanted to put stuff back in your room, if you wanted to have some snacks, like say Greg got a six pack of beer, um, you know, so you could kind of do that and, and have some things like you have, a, if you have kids, you get your diapers there, you could get, you know, mm -hmm. um, baby food there, you know, just to make things a little bit easier rather than have to rely on the resort itself for things or have to have things delivered. Which is it's a it's a good point Alyssa is bringing up because it's so convenient to have something like that close by. On top of that, there's an ice cream shop over there too, which I totally forgot about. So mm -hmm. I remember because every time I'd walk over there, I'd see a huge line of families waiting outside for the ice cream. Um, but seriously, I think a Starbucks I, too. Yeah, there is, and yeah. and I just loved how convenient it was having that in close proximity, and everybody was so kind over there. We had like the same. Um, local Hawaiian woman who served us for breakfast several times and she was so kind. And we had a local Hawaiian man who served, uh, who was our bartender at Monkey Pod. And there's a little hidden upstairs bar at Monkey Pod. So by the way, to our listeners, if you ever go over there and you're like, oh, it's filled up, the bar's filled up, walk upstairs because that little bar up there is always empty. So, and that guy was like, okay, how was your excursions today? Like he knew us by names, just like, just like Alyssa said, it's almost like it's like Ohana. an extension of Olani. So it really is very cool. Um, a few other spots I wanted to briefly mention before we wrap up our segment on dining and get towards the end of our episode. Um, Teddy's Burger Bar is a very popular burger place uh, in Oahu. Um, seriously, a must stop. My wife said it was the best burger she ever had in her life. So um I have to shout that out. Dukes and a lot of the restaurants over in Waikiki, it is worth a visit over there if you can do it. But Dukes is a very popular restaurant. It's we if you don't have a reservation, then uh, then uh, good luck basically. <laughs> so uh, be aware of that. Um, on top of that, uh, I did also want to mention, uh, as I mentioned earlier, Mina's Fish House. It's right next door at the Four Seasons. Um, and this is what's so great about Olani is there's really great food options and things there and there's great stuff right nearby. So yes, you can go off and venture off and do other things, but you also don't have to. And that's the beauty of this resort is there's so many resorts out there that like, oh my God, it's so gorgeous, but it's in the middle of nowhere or, oh, I love this resort. There's so much to do, but I gotta, I gotta go over here for food or I gotta go over here to get breakfast. Like, no, you don't even, you almost don't even need a car if you really didn't want to. If you wanted to just stick around there, you could totally just stick around there. So to, to sort of get towards the end of our episode, I wanted to touch upon some of the cool things that you guys did outside of Olani um, because I, I know I did a few things as well. And I want to sort of shout those out now that we've gotten pretty deep into Alani specifically so that our listeners and viewers can, you know, maybe drop these down as ideas for when they're expanding their trip outside of staying directly at Alani. So I know you guys mentioned Pearl Harbor and Diamond Head. So, yeah. So talk a little bit about some of the things you guys got to do outside of the resort itself and um and whether you'd recommend them or not well we did tour uh pearl harbor we went to diamond head as you said i do recommend wearing comfortable shoes 
if you go to Diamond Head, like I, I wore a shirt, not not a button a down Tommy Bahama. I, I wore a shirt like this uh, <laughs> to, to hike Diamond Head, and I actually had on a pair of sneakers that I had worn for the first time, never worn before, and it oh, is man. a little muddy in certain spots, and you're stepping on wet rocks in certain spots, and so. I talked about how Alani is not a one and done. Those sneakers were one and done. Um, but uh, Diamond Head was awesome. The only thing I do recommend is just bring a couple bottles of water. Um, they do have a vending machine there, but when we went to the vending machine, uh, it was there was a sign on it that said out of order. So we had no water, and you're hiking pretty high mm. up. Um, yeah. But where's the awesome. view at the top? The views, the views yeah. were amazing. Um, some of the best pictures I've ever taken in my life were taken at the top uh, from there. And uh, so Diamond Head, I think, is a must-do. We would definitely do that again. you have anything to add to that, Alyssa? Uh, no, so that was really fun. We had a lot of laughs, um, you know, kind of what, because it was we didn't know what to expect, and now we do. And we will go do that again. For sure. Would love to hike Diamond Head again, I think. <laughs> Not sure about Greg. He's like, yeah, baby. Um, Greg's like, have fun. Yeah. He's like, I'll stop. He's going to be the was, ramp with the guy we, in the Lazy River. <laughs> we turned the corner at one point, and Alyssa goes, are we going all the way up there? I'm like, yeah. What do you think? We, you know, of course we are. Um, but Sorry, I that say, was fun. And it was oh. awesome. I will say, at the bottom, we got back to the bottom, and there's, they sold a shirt that said, I conquered Diamond Head. And if you don't think I bought that, then you don't know me. So. <laughs> exactly. But um, but beyond that, and just to real briefly, because I know, Jared, you want to wrap this up. But um, so we rented a Jeep for two days and every other day kind of thing. Decided to do like, you know, five days at the Elani Resort and two days off property. Um, so the first day we did the, the, we hiked Diamond Head, kind of drove around a little bit. The second day that we rented the Jeep, we did go out to Pearl Harbor, which of course is just, Absolutely amazing. Um, very emotional. Um, the same day, we drove to Waimea Falls, which was absolutely beautiful. Again, another hike, but a very easy hike, except for the fact that it did pour rain for just about 25 minutes of our of our going to the falls. Um, but who cares? Because you're in Hawaii. It's Hawaii time. Uh, so we did make it to Waimea Falls, which was beautiful. We made it to the North Shore. And we were able to see, you know, all the, the surfers and the wildlife. That was really cool. We did go to Waikiki Beach and the Waikiki area. So we were able to explore. We did some shopping. We had lunch there. Um, a lot of great shopping in Waikiki. So I feel like we did a lot outside. The one other thing I will say that we didn't do, but I would not be against next time we go. And I don't think Greg's on board with me. So he might stay back is I would like, it's only about a half hour plane ride to go to another island. And we've had the, the good fortune of being, we, we've visited Maui, Oahu, um, Kauai, and the big island. So we've had the fortune, but it was many years ago. Who doesn't want to see an active volcano on the big island? Yeah, but or, those those are the yeah. those are the planes that don't have doors. They're like yeah, you know, we'll figure that out. That'll yeah, be fun. Not, you know. like another podcast where we, Jared, you could mediate kind of what we decide on that next trip. But but I will say, um, the point of that is while there's so much to do on Oahu and Aulani, there are options if somebody wants to make it a longer stay and really go to Maui or the Big Island or you know Kauai. And it's not very far to do that. Just as an just an example of things that can add on to um, a, a, an Alani vacation. 
Absolutely. I, I think, you know, for me, I was able to, what we try to do is we almost try to do like every other day of staying at the resort. We did six nights total at Olani and we try to do every other day of like first day, in my opinion, no matter what anybody tells you, okay, your first day you want to stay at, you want to stay at Olani because you want to explore the resort. You want to relax by the pool. You're going to be way more tired than you think you're going to be. And you're just going to want to you're going to want to do what Greg's favorite lazy river friend does and just go around <laughs> in laps in circles around and, and around and around until the cast member tells you to get out basically. <laughs> but, uh, for me, there was a few spots that I have to shout out. Absolutely. Uh, I also went to Waimea falls. It was one of the locations that I love so much that I recommended to Alyssa. Mm -hmm. Um, and over by Waimea falls is a spot called turtle beach. And they just call it that because a lot of, you know, huge, amazing sea turtles come right up to the shore and eat the algae off the rocks nearby. And uh, we stopped there and we got to see one and there was a wildlife observer right nearby. So they would make sure you wouldn't get too close to the turtle, but really incredible to see. Um, beyond that, uh, got to go to Kaloa Ranch. Kaloa Ranch is where they filmed many movies like Jurassic Park and king kong a lot of famous films uh over the years so you can we rented a little like two-person atv um and you do a whole tour over there but you can do a horseback riding tour over there uh also got to see the north shore went to teddy's burger bar and finally we we did a a tour called dolphins and you um and what's the re reason i wanted to mention this is what's really cool about a lot of the local excursions is there they have a very good relationship with Disney and with Olani. So they'll come and pick you up right at the front of your resort. Um, so for Dolphins and You, which was a catamaran dolphin tour, um, really amazing. Saw hundreds of dolphins. Um, they picked us up right at the front of the resort, dropped us right back off at the end. So very cool, very just so much to do on the island, so much to see. But frankly, if you take one thing away from this episode, it's like, if you don't have to leave Olani, that's okay too, because you're going to be just fine just sticking around at Olani and not doing too much otherwise. It's as so. much or as little as you want to do on this vacation. And there's, they're both, they're both the right thing. Absolutely. It, it's, and honestly, again, some of my f most fond memories are just me sitting on like the balcony and looking out because the views from the ocean, another thing that, in my opinion, Alyssa talked about, you know, upgrading your luau. If you can swing an ocean view room at Olani, like do whatever you got to do to do that, because it, it made all the difference in the world, waking up and going out on that balcony, seeing the pool and the ocean breathtaking. And, um, and I'm, I don't have enough time to really get into detail about it, but I will mention as I did earlier, the, the, um, here i have it right here yeah lani Wai, the disney spa is is breathtaking um it's funny because disney when um you go to their site when you go to the olani site and everything they talk about it's one of the best spas in the world they they're not kidding okay like we we did a couple's massage there on like our final day and they bring you to this like back room and there's like rain showers and extra hot tubs and saunas and steamers and 
I don't even know what half of the buttons on the walls could do. I was just, <laughs> I was just living my best life, but yeah, it's, it's absolutely highly recommend. So, so much to see and do at Olani. It's, it's almost impossible to fit can it all into like an hour. Can I also say one other thing, Jared? Um, another thing that um, you can do and a, and a Mickey travels agent can set this up is a tour of the resort. Even while you're being there as a guest, there are so many details in this resort and you know how Disney is so, you know, detail oriented. Um, as Greg said in the very beginning, in as far as Alani goes, Hawaii, the Hawaiian culture comes first and Disney comes second. So you don't see like a million, you know, Disney things all over. They're very subtle. Um, and if you take a tour, they will tell you all about what everything means because everything means something in this resort, whether it's the lobby, um, whether it's, you know, the pool area. Um, the other thing that I think is really cool, just real quick, um, and I learned this when I was there, are the menehune. Uh, so the menehune are these little um, sort of jokester, prankster little characters. Um, they're obviously like a part of the Hawaiian culture. And the menehune are supposed to come out at night and cause havoc. And you don't know what they're going to do. And then they go back in when everyone wakes up. And the funny thing about it is I learned this in our, we're in the one, there's two buildings at Aulani and in our building, there were six elevators and the one elevator had a menahune at the top right corner. And when we were in there and I just didn't even know, I happened to be, I think Greg was maybe in the room and I had gone down shopping because that happened daily, um, <laughs> just saying. Um, and I was coming back in with my bags and I walked, I got in the elevator and there was a cast member there. And she's just like, huh, you know, you know, they, they consider you Ohana. And we were talking and she said, oh, did you know that you're in the elevator with the Menahone? And I looked up and I said, explain this to me. And so she said, you know, tell me what they were. But there's Menahune all scattered throughout the resort. And it's really, they're in the pool areas, they're in the resorts. Um, and it's just really, really fun just to experience culture. So you can actually have a Mickey Travels agent set up a tour so you can learn more about the resort and just kind of get more, even more immersed. And I just want to say, lastly, the shopping is amazing at Aulani. I did a nice amount of shopping, had to buy an extra suitcase to come home. Greg, Greg's like, yes, I can confirm that. <laughs> Yes, I have an Aulani suitcase, suitcase, but you know. Yes, I had to buy a suitcase to house all of my Aulani goodies. It's okay. So I guess to to wrap up our episode here, you know, obviously we spoke about a lot of different things, um, but, you know, I I would just say that, uh, you know, it's, it's almost difficult to put into words why you know, someone should go. We spoke so much about so many different reasons about why Olani is so great. But, you know, I guess to to sort of wrap up here, how would you guys summarize to someone who's maybe on the fence about it or sort of not really sure um, planning their first trip to Olani? As all three of us can attest because we've been there now, as you two can attest with the you know, thousands of trips that Mickey Travels has booked. Um, and, you know, I guess, how would you best summarize or uh, try to, uh, what's your sales pitch, I guess, uh, your final sales pitch on why someone should go? Hawaiian culture meets Disney magic. There is just nothing like it. The yeah. Hawaiian culture is very, very special. And when you mix that with anything Disney, 
you have something so incredibly special that you really will not find anywhere else on the planet. It is absolutely, truly a magical place. And I just want to say real quick before Greg answers, just for our listeners, 2024 bookings just recently opened at Elani. So Mickey Travels can, and I will tell you, they are booking up quickly. And I'm not just saying that to be like, ha, ha, ha. No, for real. Um, we can get you there. We can help you with every aspect from the dining reservations to excursions to car rentals to the Heli Heli shuttle, which was in an incredible experience as well from the airport. Um, so if you're even considering it, um, book it and then think about it later because get it in the books. You will not regret going and you will want to go back again. Yeah, the Heli Heli shuttle, just real quickly, too, is we got our luggage uh, at the airport and literally took two steps. And there was a gentleman there holding up a sign that said Antonelli. And I was like, oh, I'm famous. <laughs> um, but no, all kidding aside, you know, that was the shuttle. He took us, you know, right there. He helped us with our luggage and um, and we were there. But as far as, you know, what I would say, Jared, it, it we thought, or at least I'll speak for myself, I thought that this was a one and done. I thought we were going to Alani <laughs> to see it, experience it, and, you know, have some great memories and that we probably wouldn't go back. It's a hike. Um, let's face mm -hmm. it. But the reality of it is we weren't home two weeks before we booked it again. Um, so <laughs> it, now, it, I don't know. Actually, that would be, I booked it again. You booked it again. <laughs> she told, she's like, I just booked Alani. And I didn't say, <laughs> I didn't say why or what are you talking about? I said when. Uh, so uh, for when. And, and we're taking and, our family back. And we're taking That's our awesome. family, uh, which, you know, uh, so, you know, it's really, really hard to explain, you know, how amazing it is. It's one of those things that you have to experience because words from anybody who's been there or just or pictures for that matter are not going to do it justice. Um, it's just, it seriously is a vacation of a lifetime. Um, and, uh, we can't wait to get back. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't agree more. Um, frankly to, to my sales pitches, it's very simple. It was the best vacation of my entire life. It, it really was it. There's not, and, and frankly, there's not really a close second. I've been fortunate to go to several countries to Hawaii, Hawaii multiple times, see, tons of national parks. I, I'm very blessed to have traveled a lot in my young life. And it's, it's a very far and away my favorite vacation of my life. And, and I, I think my wife literally mentions the word Olani as in I miss Olani. I wish I was in Olani, <laughs> like four times a week, like minimum, um, frankly, and I, I I'm running out of solid ways to try to like change the subject, I'm gonna have to just book it again soon. So there goes that. But either well, way, let me guess, are you going to book it with a Mickey Travels agent? Uh, yeah, I'm going to think about it. No, <laughs> no, of course. And and as we spoke about, if you are going to book an Olani trip, absolutely do it through Mickey Travels because they can help you every step of the way and make it as magical as possible for you. So for all of you who are just tuning into this podcast or maybe not heard about us before, uh, welcome to the Mickey Blog Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. And for our returning listeners and viewers, we want to thank you again for tuning in to another episode. There's new episodes of the Mickey Blog Podcast every single Friday, published on all platforms. Um, and beyond that, you can also watch every episode on YouTube. So if you ever want to see Alyssa just roll her eyes at me in real time, you can see that. It's great stuff. 
but beyond that, of course, we are trying to build our YouTube channel. So feel free to head over to there and watch our podcasts that, in that way. But if you'd prefer to just listen, of course, we are on Apple, Spotify, and all other podcast platforms. We want to thank you, as always, for tuning into this episode. And for more of Mickey Blog's content, head over to MickeyBlog.com, where we cover all things Disney, or follow us on social media. We are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and so much more. So thank you so much for another episode, and we're going to see you guys next week. Mahalo. <laughs>